0: you mm-hmm. Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt of in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co host Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forest Hill, California, and I, Papa Newt, will be your special co-host for today. And this week we'll be joined by another special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Workers, who will be Sister Girl of SisterGirlConjure.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us today's topic on spiritual care and maintenance. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or rework, as divine and prescribed by the greatest ritual hoodooist of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the post- in just a moment, but first let's catch up with our co-host, Miss Cat. Hi, talkers!
1: My gosh. Hello. Well, we're having a technical crazy out here. Um, I've, I know that a lot of you people listen to the show every week and heard me start saying about uh, four, five ago. Oh, the Forestville or Forestville hum is a sound in our landline. Which is our best line for sound to get to connect to Blog Talk Radio, and the hum starts when the rainy weather starts. There's a this phone line is ancient. It runs through under some trees and in bushes, and I mean it goes through the orchard. It's just a thing, and it gets this hum in it. It starts around yes. Well, the hum gets worse and worse and worse. And last week. We checked with um, people in the chat room. Hi, all of y'all in the chat room. And we checked with people, is the hum too bad? Is the hum too loud? They're like, it's pretty hummy. It was getting louder and louder. But this week, the hum has gone up top and has turned into
2: the sound of the line
1: grounding out with static. We can't even dial out. It, we don't even hear a dial tone. We just hear the hum and the <laughs> sound of uh I don't know what, nematops eating the telephone down in the orchard. So we are on cell phone. I apologize in advance for the sound. And I say that because I'm using a speakerphone, the one forbidden thing. I always tell people, never mm-hmm. use a
2: speakerphone.
1: But I've got this little, you know, little handheld device. And I've got to type, so I've got to use the speakerphone. I'm so sorry. And, um... It just, it, but everything that I'm listening to just sounds like C R A P, okay? <laughs> so I only hope that in the future someone listening to the show will forgive us for going on anyway, because here we are. We made it. We made it. Um, I want to, uh, first of all, uh, say hello to Papa Newt, our announcer and Co-host, I guess he's doing both today because Conjurman <laughs> had to take a leave of absence today for personal reasons. And so mm. here we have you, Papa Newt. Say hi.
0: Hello, everyone. Hi, Miss Kat.
1: Hi. The dulcet tones of Papa Newt. Now, we all know, again, in real time, Papa Newt has just lived through the fringe edges of the fabulous polar vortex, so uh I always ask people about the weather. It's out here it's sunny. Um we've had rain, it just broke through a little bit of sun, a little bit of shade. What's going on in Omaha, Nebraska?
0: Well, uh, you know, because we had such extreme colds here um last Wednesday, it, it has warmed up. It's it's interesting what negative like twenty degrees can do when it's like it's thirty degrees out. It's like, oh my gosh, we're having a heat wave. It's warm. It's wonderful <laughs> And and so because of all the, the uh ice and the snow, we're now getting really foggy conditions, which I don't mind. I love fog. Um but it's overall it's it's not too bad. Well warm. I it's
1: good. I, I, I like that. Much warmer. <laughs> wow. And the fog is interesting. I know I lived um very briefly in uh, the, in Illinois near Chicago and the the way the fog would come up after a cold snap and then as everything kind of quickly evaporated if the cold if the cold snap broke and you got warm weather a jump you'd get this ground fog. It was fascinating. So I guess that's what you've got now. Yeah Well,
0: <laughs>
1: well let let's get down into hoodoo. I'm sure people don't call up this show on their computer five years from now to listen to what the weather was like, although we can <laughs> on it later. But they call up to find out about who do conjure and root work. So Papa Newt, let us in on what is going on in your personal practice and also at the store where you read for people. Just give us a little update
0: well um I'm I'm starting to teach more classes um, I have a class just a, a introduction to just magic as a whole just doing magic for magic's sake um, coming up this Wednesday um, I'm revamping my whole uh, uh, magical coaching practice bring utilizing more of my training of techniques in neurolinguistic programming which I've been finding very effective to help people um, as well as bringing in spiritual uh Techniques um, and next millennium's just been pretty busy. I'm uh, they're they're starting to ask me to to make uh, uh, oils that they don't have. Uh, so this is interesting to do research or to uh, learn more about certain um, unusual oils that people request. So um, that might soon be coming more available. Uh, I talk with them about it.
1: Wow. Okay, that's that's real interesting. And um, for those who don't know, neurolinguistic programming is a psychological slash scientific slash anthropological discipline. It is not magical per se, but many people, myself included, who work in the practice of magic are familiar with and use the techniques of neurolinguistic programming, although... I doubt, you know, your grandma would have called it neuro linguistic programming. That's a kind of a, a pseudo scientific name for it. But mm-hmm. you to get because um, what it really is is it's, it's techniques for influencing other people, especially while in their presence, not remotely. But you can use it uh, magically. Uh, in, in conjunction with magical things such as powders and dust. And, and it is a powerful tool to have in your toolkit. Anybody who hears this show and heard Poppin to talk about NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming ought to check it out. I'm going to say, as a person who has studied it, don't get involved in the hype. Don't get involved in the okay. uh, don't get involved in the personality cult, okay? Just learn the thing. Am I right, Papa Do?
0: You're very, very right.
2: But the um, techniques. It, it, the it, techniques mm-hmm. are solid.
0: They are. They are. And I, and I've been, gosh, uh, experimenting for, oh my gosh, I I think I've been trained in NLP for about ten years now. Uh, and I've been uh, sometimes applying techniques uh, of, of, of spiritual use like uh, influence oils and, and such um, and, and use, utilizing that and just like, well, let's see what happens if I apply this technique to this process that I'm doing spiritually um, to, to benefit this person I'm helping. And it's been quite impressive.
1: Yeah, exactly. For those of us who work with magic, that's the, the really important thing, is that NLP techniques work with oils and powders like influence. There are a few others, too, but that's a, that's a good one. Also, NLP works very well in negative with confusion. Because you, you NLP can also be used to confound people as well as to get them to come along with you. Well, thank you for mentioning that because um NLP is a is a one of those underrated topics when one discusses magic because it is presented primarily as scientific. But but it has magical qualities to it. All right. Now speaking of magical qualities, I'm just gonna dip very quickly into what I've been up to. I have been working very hard on books, and uh, we are coming up on the Hoodoo Heritage Festival this year. The Hoodoo Heritage Festival will be May 11th and 12th. And as always, we will have books that will be distributed as part of the price of your ticket. In other words, you buy a ticket, you're going to get some books. I can't call them free because your ticket covered them, but they are without extra charge, we shall say. And these books are going to include the red folder, which is going to take its place right next to the black folder, being a record of all of the workshops we've taught since the black folder came out. And it's fascinating material, and it's going to be a big uh, book, 136 pages, and uh, oversized. When I say big, I mean eight and a half by 11, just like the black folder. You're going to love it. You're going to want it. We also are distributing Black and White Magic, which I released Uh, Early this time instead of at the festival. And I am working on The Secret of Numbers Revealed, um, which is a compilation. Um, It's what I call it, Collaborating with the Dead. There is a man named Unknown who went by the name of Louis de Claremont and Godfrey Spencer. And uh, he published a 48-page book with a couple of different titles, a couple of different pseudonyms. And 48 pages is half of one of our 96-page books, so I decided to write the other half. <laughs> so it's me and him together across the ages. And in doing this, I have just found out,
2: because I always
1: was that question, why did Lewis de Claremont change his name to Godfrey Spencer? Well, it's in the new book. I figured it out numerologically. It was a trip. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun working on that book we are hard at work on the secrets of the Crystal Silence League. That's going to be a workshop that John Saint Germain is going to present, and we're also going to be doing workshops with Papa G, Papa Newt, and there's going to be um, a, a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Just get on over to the Hoodoo Heritage Festival um, dot com, and you'll see what we're doing, how it's coming together. Um, uh, we just have so many. I just can't even go through. Them all. Last week, I think I gave the whole list. This time, I'm just going to say, check it out. Hoodooheritagefestival.com. Angela Marie Horner will be there. Um, Mama E will be there. Uh, it's it's uh, just really Jer- Dr. Jeremy Weiss will be there, teaching you how to make a uh, Jewish inscription amulet bowls. These are workshops where we actually do things. These are not passive lectures, and this is not a lifestyle alcohol-based party festival. I need to explain that because there are people who show up and they're like, "Yeah, but where's the weed, women, wine, and song?" No, no. We're actually here to teach you Hoodoo. That's what our festival is about. This is the 12th annual one. And it's the last one that I'm going to host. Whoever wanted to come out and see me be the hostess, this is it. Now I believe there will be more after this. We're still working on plans, but I don't believe it's going to uh, go away. But I won't be hosting them anymore. So think about it. The apprenticeship that I teach to my students for free. Again, this is this is not you know your master class that you have to pay. $500 to $1,500 to get into. This is a free, 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 no-charge apprenticeship for anyone who graduated from my correspondence course. My correspondence course costs $104, plus you have to buy some supplies and books. After you graduate, the rest of your training, the rest of your life is free. So on May 6th to uh, 10th, I'm going to be teaching an apprenticeship week. Anybody wants to show up and and be part of that, please uh, come on out. Please call the shop and let them know that you're going to be there because we need to have enough scissors or whatever it is we need, enough, enough um, trimmers, enough gloves, all the things we need. We need to know how many people are coming out for the apprentice. Make up your mind. You will have to be responsible for your own room and board, but do come on out for the uh, apprenticeship if you are a student. The apprenticeships are not stopping when the Hoodoo Heritage Festival is no longer hosted by me. I'm keeping up with those apprenticeships till I can do it no more. Same with the correspondence course. Same with the books that I'm publishing. All right, so having said all of that, I'm going to bring on our special guest. And, and tonight, we have a real treat, because she does not appear here often. Tonight, we have a sister girl. And sister girl, for those of you who do not know her, is on air, A-I-R-R, Association of Interpretent Readers and Root Workers. She is a reader and root worker. She's also uh, can be found at Who Do Psychics, I believe. And that is a place where you can call and get a reading. So we haven't had you here in a while, Sister Girl. So first of all, I just want to say welcome. It's so nice to have you
2: here.
3: Thank you. It's nice to be with you.
1: I really appreciate it. Yeah, It's just a treat. And I'd love to have uh, people come on the show and uh, bring what their interests are. So first of all, before we get into the panel discussion and, and talk about what you want to tell us, well, let's ask some questions. How are things in your practice? What do you specialize in? How do people reach? Talk about yourself just a little.
3: Well, I specialize in right now in candle magic. Um, I have started to make charms for people, gris, gris, mojos, that, that kind of stuff. But um, my specialty, my wheelhouse is candle magic. I've seen um, some good changes. I, I sort of see it like um, if you've got an issue... I can shift the energy with candle work, and then, but it's up to you to, to handle that shift. And that's what I think candles are are good with. And I'm and I'm uh, getting deeper into that. Um, and uh, really, that's that's I've been doing a lot of love work, but also success work. And um, I'd say first is yep. love, then success and money, and, and some uncrossing as well.
1: Well, all right. Love, uh, success, money, and uncrossing is pretty much, that's a, that's a good row right there. <laughs> and um, yeah. when you say that you're doing um, a lot of uh, candle work for people, um, this means that um, they would send you the money, and you will set the candle for them. Do you send them a, a photo of the candle? you send them a report of the candle? How do you work it? Usually, what I do, if they just get one
3: candle or a series or a run of candles, I will uh, prepare a report. But the way I do my report is I actually shuffle the cards and I pick two cards to tell me how the candle burned. Mm-hmm. And, and I've found it to be quite, uh, I mean, accurate. It'll tell me how well it burned and it'll give me an idea of whether it was successful or not or... Um, whether what changes they might see,
0: or, or, so or these if are, they won't see. Are
1: they, well, I know I, this is a novel, interesting thing. I this is not a system that I'm well known to. Uh, I know more of, of, of using a pendulum that way, but this is very interesting. Two cards, and are these tarot cards or playing cards?
3: They are tarot cards, they're tarot cards, and I do a two card cut and to just to give me a message just to give me a message about the candle
1: wonderful see this is the beauty of talking to people about what they do for a living uh, everybody says oh so and so is a psychic reader so and so is a psychic reader you have no idea till you talk to them that Papa Newt does NLP on the side I do pendulum dowsing and numerology on the side and sister girl is reading tarot on your candle now that is fabulous <laughs> and I, it, it suits me and I I applaud it, because I don't know whether it's new under the sun, but it's new to me, and I love the idea of it. I think it's a beautiful way to work, and it will give you a lot of guidance going forward.
3: All right. Well, because well, my reasons... Oh, okay, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Now, my reason for it is that while I can tell you, oh, there were herbs on the glass, and there was the, the glass cracked, and, and there was this kind of a shape, or the herbs were in this formation, I can tell you that, But for me, that just says, that speaks about your circumstance. It doesn't tell me if the burn, it doesn't tell me if the burn was successful or not. So the Uh cards help
1: me with that. Really? That's wonderful. Well, I love it. I think it's great. And, you know, all of us have these gifts, and uh, spiritual practice um, is always evolving and changing. I love this. As far as I know, lady, you're the one who, who, uh, this was given to. I've never heard of it before and I really oh, do love, love it. <laughs> well thanks. That All, is right. Right. <laughs> All right. Well we're just gonna I'm gonna remember this one. I'm gonna give it a try, actually, you know. Yeah, i am I I'm I'm gonna give it a try. All right. I'd love to know Our if th- it worked, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, knowing me, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Knowing me, I'm gonna do a three card cut. Card <laughs> cut. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? I, I don't do yes. two card cuts. But I'm going to use the technique, and I'm going to think about this seriously. I have some ideas on this triangle around mm. the candle. There, there's, a, there's an outside piece here. I, I'm going to give it a tarot go tarot to. <laughs> on candle, And I've used tarot cards laid laid up in a triangle around or even a six-point star around the candle, candle layouts, but, but to divine on the candle with tarot. That's mm. new to me. All right, well, our panel discussion is... Spiritual care and maintenance. So I'm going to turn this right over to you. The biggest question, and I'd like you to address this first, is many readers and root workers listen to this show. Yes, many clients also listen to this show. So we want to approach this on a couple of levels. What should one do for spiritual care and maintenance and why? All right, but both for The reader, I could go on, readers need spiritual care and maintenance, and they, you know, physician heal thyself. But there's also spiritual care and maintenance that we prescribe to our clients. So take it away, sister girl. This is your moment to tell us what's on your mind.
3: Well, the reason I I even thought of this topic was I'm finding, sometimes, you know, when people call you, they're calling with, a catastrophic event, or something really serious, or like a serious health failure, or a serious relationship breakdown, and at that point, um, and, and there, maybe they want one candle or something, or maybe they think they can solve it quickly or easily, and it's not, and, and it's not, it's not true. And I'm, and it, thought, it came to me that I should just tell people, you know what, you need to always be taking care of yourself. Always be monitoring your situation, always be doing certain things so that you don't get to a, a level of breakdown. It, it, now, breakdown does happen, some things are unforeseen, yeah. but I, I feel that we could minimize some of this if people knew that they have to take care of themselves spiritually, just like you brush your teeth, just like you take your bath. You know, there are other things that you need to do spiritually.
1: Well you know you you mentioned something when I call the fabulous one candle cure mm-hmm. now, me and my me and my man have been fighting for fifteen years. We have four children um the oldest one is a drug addict um and uh and and he beats me and he's got his ex wife with her two children, and I'm out of work and he's out of work. And mm-hmm. oh, what candle should I light? <laughs> yeah, and, you and know, maybe and there you look, is. I, yeah, maybe, well, you say there's a candle you should light, but there's also some candles <clears> you should <throat> have lit twenty years ago, ten years ago, five years ago. You know, you don't, you can't go to that dentist and say, "I want all perfect teeth now." Dentist is going right. to say, "But you didn't floss." You know, maybe we can help, but you didn't floss. So it's a, yes, maintenance is so important. And I also have to point out here, this does not mean fussy obsession with cleanliness. No. So tell us us something that you would recommend people to do for spiritual maintenance. Well,
3: the first thing, the number one thing which might surprise you is, be a good person. Have good character. Have a positive outlook. That's your first defense, because sometimes your good character can save you when magic cannot. That's one. Yeah. Number two would be um, keep the it, cleanliness is next to godliness. Keep your house clean. Keep your body clean. Um, clutter, like bad luck and, and the boogeyman can live in the clutter in your home. So Keep that clutter out. And it's so great that you have, you periodically have and you recently had um, uh, 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 a radio show about cleansing with comedos, I think, right? That's um, right. So, so, you know, I, I would listen to that. I would get some things there because there's not just one way to clean, but you need to keep clean. You need to keep the house clean. You need to keep yourself clean. You need to keep your even the air around you clean if you can uh, because this plane that we live on, is, it's easy to pick up spiritual dirt. And, and um, so we have to keep being aware of that. Um, and then also, um, you know, prayer, uh, candle offerings, that kind of stuff. Even if you do your own candle, you don't have to pay me or anybody to do candles. Um, but remembering also that certain psalms, certain Bible verses, certain prayers will activate your work and and you have to know which ones. it's not just any one you know maybe psalm 23 is a is kind of a a catch all or it can be used for a lot of different things but certain things are only activated by certain words and you and it would behoove you to find out what that is um
1: and then there's little thing yeah, I, I, I want to yeah. jump in so here about clean you know one of the the best old suppliers, they're long gone now. Best old suppliers of hoodoo goods was a company out of Chicago, uh, went by several names. Uh, famous products: uh, King Novelty, Valmore Beauty Supplies. They also sold beauty supplies. And there was a Morton Household Goods Company, and they they were they, were, they made a lot of different types of products, many of them magical. And they also sold jewelry and they also sold books on the occult. It was a very large company. But many, many times, the uh, man, Morton Newman, who owned it, would write these pieces of uh, ad copy where he would talk about, like, use Chinese wash to keep your house clean and sweet smelling. When I was young, I, I thought he's just saying that. His company was going when I was young. Uh, he's just saying that to avoid getting arrested for you know, practicing magic without a license, or whatever it would be, would be called, mail order fraud, that he would say, oh, this will change your life spiritually, and he mustn't say it because they would bust him, the postal service would bust him. And at first I just would laugh kind of knowingly, oh, well, yeah, he's just saying that. And he'd say things like, you will never have boarders in your boarding house if the rooms are ill-smelling. He'd say, it's like, you will not find love if you are not a beautiful-smelling uh, and I thought, well, it's just—it's code. It's just code. But I found out he was right. He really was right on all levels because the adept is an adept on all levels. How many times have we gone to the home of a called a cult adept and found, well, you know, um, uh, just a mess. I'm just going to say a mess of of dirt, and I'm talking dirt—dirty dishes in the sink, dirty whatever. And we have to think, well, how does that person live their life um, as a spiritually clean person? Now, that doesn't mean that if you just sit there and spend 12 hours a day scrubbing, 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 and wearing the fingers to the bone, that you're going to be spiritually clean. But the two have to be balanced. That was my only thought on that. But going back to prayer and Psalms, again, you're right. There are psalms of cleaning and cleanliness, and the Bible certainly tells us how. All right, what else should we do?
3: Well, first of all, know yourself. I mean, some people need to do more work than others, and some situations require more work than others. Like, um, so it, it merits investigation, whether you go to a card reader, whether you go to a bone reader, whether you, whoever you go to, whether you go to a, somebody who's just a clairvoyant um, uh, you, you or has all those gifts, you know, uh, you should know what charms work for you, whether you should carry charms. Some people don't need to carry charms. Some people shouldn't carry charms. Some people, a raccoon penis bone works for love, and some, it works for money. You got to find out what works for you. Um, some, you know, just investigate that and know. Some people need to take three spiritual baths a week, some people can take three a year. But you need to know who you are in this whole thing. Um, I mean, I. If you're a worker, I mean, you're probably taking three spiritual baths a week, or hopefully. Um, and, but if, if <laughs>
1: no, you know, it's funny. <laughs> you know, I just I gotta just I just gotta come back on that one. I don't. I am not one of those people who takes a spiritual bath very often. I take a spiritual bath on a regular basis. You know, determined by the seasons and so forth. But um, for me, a spiritual sprinkle, as you know what I'm saying, I just put a little oh, band down in some warm water. I'm done. I, I, I'm just that way, always been that way. But remember, I also worked around livestock for much of my life, and I didn't have to... You know, I didn't go, oh, my God, the the goat poop is piling up. I'd go shovel it. So I have a different relationship to dirt and to spiritual dirt. I'm hurt.
3: Well, and so So that comes into knowing yourself. You know yourself. You know know what
1: you need to do. That's right. I know I'm just going to, if it's really a mess, I'll put on gloves. Otherwise, just go in and pick up the shovel. And I'm talking about people's lives here. I'm using this metaphorically. Um, I'll just dig right in and, and see what I can do. But, you know, it's so true for clients. They'll say things like, well, I carry lodestone, didn't work for me. Magic doesn't work. Now, that's not the answer for that, what they're searching for. They should try something else. Maybe a silver dime works for them. And they go, oh, my God, this silver dime worked right. That's why so many mojo hands are combinations. Mm-hmm. In other words, it isn't because... The silver dime potentiates the lodestones, which potentiate the John the Conqueror and some weird chemical reactions happen. It's like, here's a top three, try them, right? And um, you'll find in life which ones call to you, which ones work for you. You can tell it by holding them in your hand. You can tell it by uh, seeing when you go into the metaphysical shop or occult supply shop or whatever you, wherever you do look for these things and you see them in quantity. Pick the things up. Hold them in your hand. weigh them in your hand. Is this the right one for me? Know yourself. It's a good good piece of advice. I mean, and then there's also
3: basic things like, you know, if someone laid you a dirty trick and you see it, wipe it up mm-hmm. with al- an alcohol-based, al- something with alcohol in it to get it, to, to mm-hmm. neutralize it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's right. That's another thing. Um, you know, wash your door, you know, some people wash it for money, some people wash it just for to, you know, to keep bad stuff away, but you know, wash your door, wash your floors, wash, you know, that kind of stuff. Um uh, you know, I know that uh Mama E has some gorgeous room sprays. Wash the air <laughs> around you, you know? Um just keep that keep that going. And then uh, the, la- the the last thing I would say is um take action as soon as you can. Uh because I think a lot of people you tell them, hey somebody somebody laid a trick for you and they they think, Oh no, I don't feel anything yet. I don't I don't think. I will, okay, thanks for telling me. Well then three months later my man left and he does not call on me. I said, I told you that he someone laid a trick. Why don't you why didn't you do anything? So there's that. Yeah. And follow the advice is- to the best of your ability. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a that's a really good one, too. Because I, no matter what, if we do maintain, if we do maintain, let's just use that dentist analogy. You know, you're maintaining, you're flossing, you're brushing, everything is going well, and one day one of your teeth hurts. Well, you're still going to go to the dentist. You can't just say, hey, I did good flossing, I did good b- good brushing. That tooth should not hurt. It does hurt. So you got to go to the dentist and get the x-ray. And it's the same with spiritual things. If you may do all that you feel is right for your maintenance, whether it's high-level maintenance, casual maintenance, low-level, but if you go and get a reading and someone says, hey, someone's throwing for you, first thing, go get a second opinion. But Or if you're just all of a sudden, you're just bowled over, you need to, to check, get it checked out.
0: Right. And I really yeah. want to step in real quick. I, I get so caught up in listening. I'm, that's what I'm used to doing. I plug <laughs> my Um And the other thing, too, I I do notice that people, when they get into the magic and stuff, is they, they will set up altars or start working with spirits and then let them, you know, collect dust. You know, it's it's if you are one to have something, started a relationship with a spirit or or something along those lines, keep that up. It's about relationships, too. And uh, if you do good to them, they'll do good to you. Take care of even the spirits of the land, the land that you recite on. They've been a, here a lot longer than any of you. Consider this. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. And people, I always hear people from the ATRs and ADRs say, my ancestors have my back. Yeah, but what are you doing for your ancestors? They may have your back, but they may also give up on you too. Same with people who say, oh, I went out hiking when I was 23, and, my God, I got stoned off my ass on magic mushrooms, and I saw a deer, and she came and walked up to me and looked me in the eye, and the deer is my totem animal. Well, when was the last time you did anything for deer? You know, you can go yeah. around and just cover yourself with greeting card images of deers, or whatever it may be, whatever is your total, you know, your owl, your raven, but are you really connecting to those in present time, to their habitats, and to their lives? Likewise, your saint. Oh, well, Saint Expediti, he worked marbles for me. I, my mortgage was due, and they were going to shut me down, and And uh, the money came through. When was the last time you contacted St. Expediti? You said, well, I only go to him when I'm in need. Well, he might not remember your name the next time, you know. So you maintain relationships with the spirits, the saints, and the totem animals.
3: Well, that's also, you know, especially with ancestor veneration, when you're talking about that, um, they do need certain things from us. They need uh, mm-hmm. a lot light. They need elevation from us. They need our attention, our, our our conversation, our prayers and then they can help us and they mean and so they can help you anyway but some you I mean you definitely should be doing that for them on a regular basis and I like to and tell clients, could- some, some clients when it comes up to do that.
0: And as you get involved in more aware of spiritual growth, you'll see things within your family, a family tree that needs healing and since you're the one in your family now aware of this, now falls upon you to take care of it.
3: Yeah. And then I I also think of follow advice to the best of your ability. Like if I say, here's this bag, you need to smoke it with tobacco, it takes gin and then um, and oil. And you say, oh, but I I can't smoke. I don't want I just can't handle, I hate tobacco smoke. Well, I told you to put tobacco on it. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so it's maybe you can't tolerate that, but but if if the, some things take what they take, and it's best to follow the advice if you can, or if I say, hey, I've done this work for you, but now you've got to contact this person. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, that's what you need to do. Well, I just don't want to. Well,
1: okay. Why did you ask me? <laughs> well, <laughs> but, I, yes, but, I would I would put a caveat into that. Do not risk your own health purely uh, because the person to whom you go for spiritual methods that they find to be important. Uh oh. We got sound issues here. So. <laughs> well That's true. Okay. I
3: say do not risk your health, but I, I wouldn't ask anybody to risk their health.
1: Yes, but I I've known some who do. I'm just speaking the truth. Yeah, like I wouldn't but, uh, tell you to
3: go and um, get to put mercury in a spell or anything like that. No, no.
1: Right, right. So follow directions as best as best you understand your own situation. Well, that music which was sounded like um, it was playing at the gates of doom and hell was actually our break, and so we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt.
0: <laughs> the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with your host. Catherine Ironwood, and I, Papa Newt, and this week's special guest, Sister Girl, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers from, by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Pavanud, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the uh, phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 714. This is is Rachel. Rachel, are you there?
2: I'm here. Hi,
0: Rachel. Which city are you calling from? I didn't have that information.
2: I'm sorry, say it one more time. Oh, where are you calling from? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm calling from Orange County, so Fullerton, technically. Oh,
0: oh wonderful. Welcome to the show. I see this is your first time calling in. Oh, thank you for entrusting us with your situation today.
1: Thank you. And
0: now you have not had any meetings with uh, Miss Cat Contraband Aldi, it looks like, or have gone to any other readers and root workers on this situation. Is that correct?
2: I've never spoken to any root worker before in my life. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: <laughs> well, we'll take good care of you. All right. And Rachel writes, "I broke my leg several years ago and gained about forty pounds." Since then, I've tried to live a healthy lifestyle, diet, and exercise, but the same uh, legs keep getting re-injured. Thus far, I have reconstructive surgery two times and uh, several broken ankles. Would would you uh, would you have any suggestions on what I can do? Thank you so much. Turn back to you, Miss Cap.
1: I Wow. Um, well, my heart goes out to you, hon. Um, hmm. I just—I uh, broke my foot bone um, uh, a while back, and I know that the the weight gain is real because uh, you can't move around. You got the thing on, and you there you are. Once you added the weight gain, then unfortunately you're putting more stress on the darn foot that you injured. So right. I hear you loud and clear. I hear you loud and clear. And it's it's a physical problem as much as a spiritual one.
2: So Yeah, I just didn't know. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, no, go ahead. What were you going to say?
2: I was just going to say it's, just, it's so weird because I've always been really active. And then even in the past, I would be sprint training where you run as fast as you can for 10, 12 seconds, right. then you stop for a few seconds, right. then you restart and I can't even do that at this point, because honestly it feels like you're walking on broken bone. It's what both of my like what I feel like. So I hear I'm like, I I hearing
1: Well yeah. I'm gonna have to cut I'm gonna have to cut you short because I won't have time to do your reading if I hear more about your symptoms. But I will ask what sign what sign of the zodiac are you? I'm Leo. Oh Leo. All right. And um and that's always why I, and I always end up cutting Leo short. You know, I have Saturn in Leo. I put the hammer down on No, I do. I put the hammer down on Leo. My apologies. <laughs> I do need to have the reading. So I'm going to do the first reading. Sister Girl will do the second. And then Papa Newt will give you some root work advice. Now, I'm going to just say something right off the chart here. Papa Newt is going to give you some good root work advice because he has issues with his legs, too.
2: So he'll know more
1: about he'll know more about the root work aspects of this, the Saints and all that I do, but I'm gonna just give you a reading on it. Okay, <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately, first card I have is death, and that is not a good card. So the card of death says this is irremediable. In other words, physically you can have reconstructive surgery and you can have stuff, but the the difficulty and the pain is in some sense permanent damage because a death is permanent, now that doesn't mean your foot's going to die and you're going to get gangrene and have to cut the foot off and get a prosthetic, but it does say that this is you're, This is it. I mean, what has happened here cannot be very warm, sprinkled, and made better. This has happened, and it's bad, and death, all we can hope for with death is that we will have a new day dawning and that we can start that new day fresh. But honest to God, that's a damn bad card to get as the first card out the pack. And I'm going to say to you that um, you, when you have a card of death, it also tells me that it's time for a change. Um, you might want to um, consider changing how you're treating this, how you're treating your weight gain issues, and how you're treating your, um, you know, whatever supportive technology you're using because something is failing there. It's failing. And this, this is a bad, this is so, it's as bad as you said it is. Okay? That's the first card. Second card is called the card of try, try again. And this is the Eight of Pentacles. shows a person at a workbench sitting down, making things by carving metal with a hammer and a chisel. And they've made a lot of pretty things on the wall. Underneath the bench is one disc that just didn't work out at all, and they just sort of kicked it under there. But they're trying again. So this is the card that says never give up, never give up, never give up the ship. you you got a ways to go in life, and um, you're a person of, of energy and pride, and you can make it if you try. I often call this card, you can make it if you try. It's a song by a man named Gene Allison. And it's a really important um, sort of gospel-influenced old rock and roll song. And it has this emphasis that you're going to live until you die, and you can make it if you try. And that's what it says. So try new techniques. Try new ways to uh, try new doctors. Try new physical, as I said, supportive therapy. And physical, because this is the card of um, pentacles, Eight of Pentacles, which is physical. It's not spiritual. This doesn't say you're praying correctly. It says you're not getting the physical help that you may need. And the third card is a, a card that says to me there is help to be had, and you may end up having to um, possibly have to get a new doctor or a travel uh, to a place where there is something that that can be of help. Or a new doctor may come into your area from a distance. Uh, the card is the Knight of Wands. And this is always a card that represents either a, a lawyer, a doctor, could be a plumber, could be a dentist. It's somebody who's a helper. If it's a boyfriend, it's a very helpful boyfriend, one who carries the groceries for you. But we're talking about a physical problem, so I'm going to see this person as a doctor. Now, he holds a wand. And the wand is a, a symbol of strength, and he's a fire sign like you. He's a, he's a proud person. He's on a horse. His, uh, he has armor on his uh, body to protect himself. This tells me that um, diet is going to be important, too, because this doctor is never a surgeon. He is almost always a doctor of diet and of physical therapy, so I see him here coming into your life and saying there is help to be had. He may come from a distance. The great pyramids of Egypt are in the, pa- in the distant uh, part of the car. But this is somebody who says, be proud. You will regain mobility. His horse is charging up and, and prancing. Uh, you will be able to regain mobility, but you're going to need uh, maybe a new helper. That's how I read it. Let's see. What Sister Girl has to say?
3: Well, the, um, I'm using the vice versa tarot. And the first, it's interesting because um, our readings have corresponded in a way because the first card out is the Eight of Pentacles. And that's telling me that you need to, you, there is more work to be done on this situation. Uh, and it, you need to, it will require uh, more effort on your part. Um, the second card out is the magician. The third card is the um, victory card, and these two cards I have facing each other. So they're telling me what the, what is this situation is about. You do the six of wands is telling me you do have the potential for victory, but this is the reverse side of this card. So you have the potential of victory. Uh, it's not here yet, but it well it. it you have to make sure that you acknowledge everyone that has helped you. And I want to ask you also about how many surgeries have you had? Is it 5 or 6 or 3? Three. 3. Okay. So you may need to have uh three more. Uh and the, the the magician requires you to have belief in what you're doing and this is the magician is also telling me just as Cat was suggesting that you this will have to be a balanced approach, so it won't just be physical it will be uh because the magician has four elements that he's using he's using earth, air, fire, and water, so you uh will have to balance a few different areas of your life. It won't just be physical uh okay. then you've got but the root of the situation is the seven of cups for me. the seven of cups is saying uh to me you have options. You need, uh, you need to get consultations. If you don't know what to do, just wait. Just wait. Don't do anything. But uh, it suggests that there is a professional who has advice for you, who you have options that you may not be aware of with the Seven of Cups. So I, would, I, I think you might need a specialist that, that you may not know, which is similar to what Kat said. Uh, I do see a, another surgery, at least one other one. And you're going to have to prepare yourself for that. Um, but, I, but in the end, it will balance out because it looks like to me I got one. I, I pick more than three cards. I can't do it like Kat does. Um, I got a lot of wands here, which is to, I got the four of wands, which is telling me you will need su- to, that bone needs support. There's, there's some other support you're going to have to put in there. And there's a specialist that you might be meeting in the springtime. Uh, but I and I would encourage you to seek out some more help. It is going to take a little more patience, but things will balance out.
2: Perfect. Well, that's
1: very interesting uh, to me. I I saw that Knight of Wands. Some, some sort of an osteopathic specialist. Um, mm. Wands always stands for bones. And I will say, when I pull the three cards, there's always a fourth card left up. You know that I don't use. And I have to say, that card, I did not go to it, because I never go to it. But when she said she does more cards and that there may be more surgeries, I did see, alas, the Ten of Wands. You're not through this yet. And the Ten of Wands is more, more carrying that heavy load, and those, those wands also represent bone All right, well, let's turn this over to Papa Newt. And he's going to... Um, Give you some advice and maybe some practical advice. Take it away,
0: Poppy. All right. Well, I I do feel for you. Um, I I don't really talk about this too often, but I, I as one who, as Miss Cat said, has a, a, an ailment that affects my legs. Um, it's it, it's one of those things because it's I used to be able to run and and all that stuff at a young age. Then it's hard to develop and. First and foremost, I want to say, you know, it is a little can be unsettling when, you know, what you're once not able to do is changing. Be gentle with yourself. Be grateful for what you've been able to do um, and and stay focused on the healing aspect. Now, um, one thing uh, I will say, I'm going to recommend... because I've, I've worked with a, a spirit uh, uh, that has helped, led me to uh, a specialist in Iowa City that I'm going to be going to. And I would suggest for you to consider uh, contacting or praying to uh, the Venezuelan doctor, Dr. Jose Gregorio Fernandez.
2: I've he never heard was,
0: of him. say that one more time. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I, and I'll put it in the chat, too. Dr. Jose Gorgoyo Fernandez. He was a Venezuelan doctor in the early, um, early 19, uh, gosh, 18, uh, late 1800s, 1900s, um, who gave to the poor, healed, uh, you know, gave medicine, take time to help people. And I find that his spirit really helps to guide people to find the right doctors. Um and so you can light a, a, a candle uh, uh, to him. You can find an image of him uh, online. Um, now, I'm one that, because I, I've been learning Spanish for a while, I will, will speak a little bit. I'll be, Dr. Venezuela, or, you know, so along those lines. But you don't have to. It's just one of those things. Once you feel his presence, you, you call him, it's like you lay it out. this Doctor, good doctor. This is what's going on in my life. This is what's happening to me. Please guide me. Please guide me to find the right doctor that can help me, and please be at my side so I can take the appropriate actions to to get better. Okay. Um, also, one last I thing. Would,
3: if you, if anyone, oh god, sorry.
0: Okay. it's okay. I'll add um, later. No, I'll add later. Okay, and one thing too is i a bone set is one that's just been screaming in my my mind when I read your um um situation um carrying a little bag of of bone scent um a little angelica in there, and even bay leaves would be um a nice little uh, bag to just of herbs some spiritual allies to assist you in this process um but just no matter what don't don't give up, stay focused. Uh, sometimes you will get angry. that's okay, feel it, release it, and stay focused on moving because there are people out there to help you. That doesn't get an
3: Has anybody told you to use a crutch or a cane? If if that's been advised to you, please use it because you need to support mm-hmm. yourself.
2: No, um, they haven't. I can it's it's usually when I get up in the morning. Or at the evening, or unless I'm really active that day, then it just feels like I'm I'm completely crippled. But I can push myself. I have a high pain tolerance. I can push, but I pay for it at the end of the day. Well, if you
3: if you you have an option to get a if you have an option to get a crutch or a cane, do yourself a favor. You know, go easy on yourself. Give yourself some support. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'd like to. Just second what Papa Newt said about Doctor Gregorio Jose Gregorio Hernandez. Um, he is known as the great diagnostician. He is not yet a saint of the Catholic Church, but he has been beatified, and uh, he is an amazing uh, spiritual helper for those looking for the right diagnosis, the right doctor, and the right helper. I'm going to say, this again, speaking of someone who didn't have such difficulty but just merely broke my foot, you got to take that weight off. Okay. You need to dietitian take that weight off. And yeah. appearance as well. And Leo, how do they physically look. Over well, here,
0: but. You know, uh-oh. It sounds like you're kind of dropping off a little bit. Uh-oh. Are you back?
1: All right. well, I'm doing the best I can. Can you hear me now?
0: Okay, certainly, yes. Perfect.
1: All I said was if, if, you, um, if you have trouble taking that weight out, you can also consider liposuction um, or some sort of other thing to quickly remove the weight to take the pressure off your bone.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: That's about all I have to say because as far as I'm concerned, um the and bone center is perfect. It's perfect for you too. That's really good. Um the idea here that you have one problem has cascaded into another. And I'm gonna say you did not mention it, but the third problem is looming, and that is self uh respect as a Leo, how did I let myself get this way?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, that's there, too. And Papa News said, be grateful for what you have had and have done, but accept what you've got, but there are things still under your control. And even if your bone is not completely under your control, your weight can be managed with modern science, whatever it takes. And as I said, I don't know your age or whatever, but consider... Um, the the release that it will give to your bones if you take that weight off. Just think of it that way. It's going to make whatever bone you've got ever that much less under pressure. So, um, And uh, Crucible of Courage, says uh, Nagashiva, that's a good one. Healing, any kind of sun products, any herbs that are known to live in the sun, like sunflowers, all good for you. Eat sunflower seeds and um, he's right anything strengthening your Leo your heart that's very much to your benefit and um, you know uh, it's never too late it's never too late and you can always take remedial steps and to go back to our original topic today about maintenance you know if they pull that tooth out don't go around with a hole in your mouth get an implant and if, you, if you've if you lost some bone and if you've got to go find another doctor, get it fixed. Don't ever give up the ship. That's what the cards have said. All right? Perfect.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much, guys.
1: All righty. And uh, one other thing about Dr. Jose Gregorio Hernandez. We do make an oil for him and so do uh, other people. He is very approachable. You can find his picture online. He lived during the age and era of photography. So he's not an old medieval saint. He's a guy who lived in Venezuela and had his photo taken. All right. Good luck to you. All right. Here comes Papa Nood in his other hat.
0: Support for mm-hmm. this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and located online at LuckyMojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phone and take our next client. And our next client is calling in from area code... Oh, my goodness, there it is. Oh, we didn't have it on the information. Oh, Boulder, I'm so sorry. 303 Boulder, this is Leah. Leah, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here.
0: Hi, welcome to the show. Um, I see this is your uh, first time calling in?
2: That's correct.
0: Oh, welcome to the show. And I do see that you have not gone to Ms. Cat, Contraband or any other readers and root workers on this particular situation. Is that correct?
2: That is correct.
0: Thank you. And Leia writes, I come from a long line of women who had the ability to hex or curse others with only their thoughts or words. My mother and I have have a uh, have a very rocky relationship. And recently, when she came to visit me, we had a fight. And I uh, and I and I. Came extremely ill for over two months. Issues like this occurred frequently when I interact with my mother since I was little. I feel like my mother hates me and wishes me ill sometimes. What is the nature of our relationship, and has she been crossing me?
1: Wow. What a a question. All right. Well, I'm going to turn this over to Papa Newt for your first reading. Before I do so, and while he's taking off his announcer hat and putting on his reading hat, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, uh, What is your sign of the Zodiac?
2: I am a Virgo, uh, Sagittarius rising, uh, with a Leo moon, I believe.
1: Okay. And... um, And so, what is your mom? She's a Capricorn. Okay. All righty. So, there we have it two Earth (laughs) times at one another. All right, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt.
0: Hi, Leah. It's a pleasure to read for you today. Uh, And,. like to be of service. Well, let's take a look, see what we have going on here. Um, I mean, this is it sounds like it's been going on for s- such a long time that we got to see what we can do to help you. Um, let's see here. And what was the nature of the argument that that y'all had?
2: Um, um it was—it just comes back to, um, gosh, we just kind of nitpick each other until we both. <laughs>
1: Until usually she explodes <laughs> and kind of loses her temper and
3: and it's kind of scary and i um, and i've never before been so sick mm-hmm. after an argument, so this okay. was pretty intense
0: well i'm uh, I am going to say that there is work being done here. Um, I put down a, a, a total of, of three cards, and I do have the chariot card here. And now in my, um, I think it's the ancient Italian tarot I'm reading with today, um, the horses are connected to the chariot. There's movement here. There's a, a reaped crown on the ground, this this. Person in the chariot is, is like victorious. Things are going wonderful for them, but then the next card is card number thirteen, or the death card, um, which here uh, the the skeleton has the sights on the ground. It's like he's brushing up all the all the physical goods in life, the, beauty, the wealth, the prosperity, the abundance, the things that just don't last forever. And all behind that I do see the magician uh, here. The magician's holding up a a, a, a like glass in in one hand has a smug look. Sometimes these cards just move in their, in my mind's eye, and the smug look is coming. And the way is it's like it's focusing on this cup, but yet I'm seeing the hand move. The hand, the other hand is moving, just like a stage magician It's like look over here while they do something else. I do feel that you are are have some some influence that is causing you some problems, especially with card number thirteen. That that's affecting a lot of your livelihood and and your well being. Hmm. What I got. So, you?
1: Yeah, I I have a question on behalf of the client here. The I think the question is: Is the mother doing this, or is someone else causing it to happen? I
0: uh, make it down. Yeah, uh, yeah, It, it is, I
1: was
0: I'm gonna say it is the mother. I just pulled another card. Um it is the the um Empress. Mm. Oh. Wow. Okay.
2: Mm. All right,
1: Well there's your answer. that. Phew, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that was, oh, uh, who, uh, now we're going to to go to another reading and this will be with sister girl. Okay. Oh, okay. Ready. I was
3: ready for her, but now I'm ready. Come on. Let's go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, for me. Oh, I am reading for her. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I said. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Oh, golly. Sorry. Okay, so the first card that I had out is the justice card. So with the the justice card, that is telling me that uh, try to have a balanced approach to this Uh, because that's that's be fair in whatever your uh judgment is of yourself, of your mother, of the situation. Um the second card out uh was oh I, I ooh, golly, I picked I picked up my cards. I was confused for a moment. But the second card out, if I remember correctly, uh, ooh, is hmm, that's interesting. Uh <clears throat> Okay, then uh well, the third card out was the the strength card. So the the strength I don't know why this happened. Okay. First of all, you asked what's the nature of this relationship. On that, I got the the, the card of destiny. So I would say this is maybe a karmic relationship. Maybe you have a past life with your mother uh mm. w- in which these battles have kind of um they're kind of carried over into this life. Um and, but the, na- the nature of how you deal with her has to change. You, you don't, um, there's an element of abuse here. You should try to free yourself of, of these patterns of bondage. That's, that's what I see in the strength card reverse here. And be patient with, uh, and with the strength card, it's almost like t- trying to tame a lion with your bare hands. Hmm. which is, and if you had to tame a wild animal with your hands, how would you do it? You'd have to be patient. You'd have to be persistent. You'd have to uh, do one thing at a time. You'd have to be gentle, and you'd have to know when to stop. So when you're relating to your mom, you should have these thoughts in mind. Maybe you have to um, change your approach. There's This is sort of a breakthrough moment, it seems. That's right. So the third card out was the, um, was the hanged man, and that's saying there was a breakthrough, and you know that something has to change. Maybe it hasn't changed yet, but something does have to change. Um, so, And then the, the, the final card that I have here, just to clarify, would be the magician card. So uh, how would you handle this? Uh, maybe before or after you have to see your mom, light a candle, take a spiritual bath, um, do something for protection do something for peace do something for tranquility because she's your mom you're going to see her yeah. um, and, and and just understand that there are other other forces at work here maybe, whether they be forces of a past life whether they be forces of unhealthy emotional patterns in the family um, you're just going to have to uh, kind of shore yourself up you're going to have to kind of build yourself up before you see her I didn't see that she had done anything, any, any working against you. Um, I just think that sometimes um, the way I believe is if you have bad words between each other or someone, if somebody, if somebody fights with you, that is a form of witchcraft. If somebody insults and shouts, that is a witchcraft in a way. So, um, so it becomes its own thing and that may have made you ill. Uh, So just what I would advise you to do is to um, just really take that patient, steady approach, be careful how you are and how you are around your mom, and just try to have some kind of compromise with her because that's needed.
2: Okay. Wow, thank you.
1: Okay. Well, I, I have to say here the justice card has some good meaning to me because it says, as I always interpret that card, restore balance, but do not pursue vengeance and uh, And that is exactly what is being called for here. But in every case, it does seem as if um the uh, the mother has had some part of this, the mother's um, attitude has played a part, obviously. I'm going to go into this a little deeper in terms of um, something Shiva kind of anticipated me because he knows me very well. Uh, I believe it was him who put the word "jhetore" in the um, in the chat room, and um, and means the evil eye, and it mm. means jealousy. Mm. And it is it is a, in fact that a parent, and it is not always the mother, a parent can jinx their own child through jealousy at seeing the child succeed at something they did not succeed at, achieving a higher financial status, achieving more ownership of land, being prettier, more admired, having a happier marriage, having a child that turned out to be you know a very beloved child without a struggle. These things can cause a mother to actually be jealous of her own child. They are not things that we like to talk about, but they are well-known and have been known since the beginning of human literature. And jetatory, or Einhara hara, is another way to say it, which means the evil eye or the forbidden eye, the bad eye, is an, um, it means that she may be feeling her own mortality or feeling jealous of you. So what do you do when your own parent casts evil on you? They didn't mean to kill you or they don't mean to harm you in the conventional sense. There are parents who do. That's not what this reading said. There are parents who murder their children. This reading said she's not that kind of a mother or woman. But something happened there whereby she wanted to assert control and she did it in a bad way. And she wanted to assert control because she didn't have control. So it's difficult. You have to think, what am I going to do to restore that balance? Well, the most simple thing and very traditional in worlds where cultures, where people understand that the spell cast out of jealousy is different than the spell cast out of malice. And the spell cast out of jealousy may not even be a spell. It's just, as just domestic witchcraft. In other words, she didn't light a candle on you. She just did something that kind of twisted reality into a negative way. Mm -hmm. So the the easiest thing to do is reflection. Reflect things back. Wear a piece of shiny jewelry that you have dressed or anointed, and when when she comes up on you like that, just put that little hand with that shiny ring on it and, like, pick that little shine at her, bounce it back. Very simple. It's a reflection. Back in the old days, people used to wear those beautiful hand-embroidered dresses with hundreds of little circular mirrors in them, all held down with crochet as they danced. Lady dances with all... So no one says, Oh, she's too pretty. I hope she trips and falls. No, no, no. The little mirrors bounce it back. So that's the kind of thing you can do. Um, Shiny jewelry, little mirrors, little... Tinsely things, little, you know, whatever it is that you've got, she doesn't, you know, um, shine it back. Then the other thing is you want to strengthen that mother bond. So the mother bond is um, comprised in many ways of similarity. Get some of her hair and some of your hair. Unless the two of you are stone-cold bald, you can get some of each other's hair, you can get some of the both hairs. And I'm going to twine those hairs together. If you have long hair and you can collect a bunch, braid it. If, you, if it's short hair and you can't collect a bunch, just twine it together, twirl it together. I've known people with very, very short hair just take the little short hairs and just embed them in a little ball of wax, beeswax. But you're going to get your hairs twined up together uh, you don't need to go all crazy. I'm gonna go in the bathroom and just take the hairs out of the hairbrush. There'll always be some there. Twirl and find them with your own hair. If you know how to weave and spin, you ply them both in the same direction and you counterply them together. But I don't expect people in this modern twenty first century to even know what I meant when I just said ply and counterply. However, Miss Michael will do. And she's in the chat room. I can call her and ask her. <laughs> um so once you have those hairs together, plied and counterplied, um, you will uh, use them in a little bag. You're going to get the herb motherwort. Motherwort. Wort is an old uh, English word that means root, but we're not going to use the root of this. We're going to uh, use the herb itself, motherwort. And you can also get. You're going to get some angelica, which is um, a guardian of women, also known as dong quai, holy ghost root. You get a little Angelica. Now you can also get two little Queen Elizabeths. She's a queen and you're a queen. See, this is the problem. You've got to mm-hmm. acknowledge her queenship. You need two pieces of Queen Elizabeth root, right? Um, not one. You're not going to be the queen over her. She's not going to be the queen over you. The queens are going to come to a little truce. Now, if it were me and I were making this for a client, I'd get those two little Queen Elizabeth roots, and I'd use the donkwai that... Holy Ghost root in the form of powder and I would take those little hairs and i maybe twirl them together and I might embed them in wax but if they were long I could just wind them around the little ball of wax with the the motherwort and the Holy Ghost root powder make a little pill wind that hair around or wind it in I'd get those two Queen Elizabeth roots and they come with curves they look like little curved tongues often and I'd get two cut pieces that just curved together real nice, and I'd put them together, and then I'd wind and wind and wind. And as I wound them, I would use red thread, and, um, and uh, red thread for the blood that pies, right? And I would re- just wind it with red thread and just pray, 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 honor thy father and mother and, you know, all the days of life and all that kind of good stuff. And then... Um, And if you had more of her hairs, I'd wind them in with the hairs. Winding, winding with her hairs and your hair. Your hair, her hair. Just wind them in there, ply and counterply them together, and wind, wind till you make a little jack ball. A little jack ball. It's going to be a little ball. And that is your core key that she will always know she's tied to you, you're tied to her, and it's a good tie. It's done well. Okay? Now, you can take that and wrap it in aluminum foil, shiny side out. That's to reflect all the evil. Okay? Put that in a little bag. You can sew it into a little leather pouch and wear that. That is your mojo to keep your mother bond strong and bounce off at her jealousy. Just It goes back to her. Any jealousy goes back. Okay?
0: Wow.
1: Shiny Thank side you. out, I said, not shiny side in. Okay. Aluminum foil, shiny okay. side out. Reflecting. All right. Anybody have anything to add to that? That's great. No, beautiful. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Just, just know that with the,
3: when the Strength card comes out, when the Strength card comes out, um, it's a long-term approach. You may you may have more interactions where you feel like you're suffering a little bit, but, but it's a long-term approach. Be steady. Keep going.
2: All right. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And uh,
1: you know when I when I tell people here if I say anything else to add anybody nobody has another herb to add well that's all right we'll just go with what we got but um, when you make a little mojo like this personally for yourself another way you could use is take the whole thing in a paper a little paper coin envelope put it behind a photo of the two of you together um, not and then not a picture of you and you as a baby sitting on her lap not a picture of her as an old grumpy Bitch in her wheelchair, either. You know what I mean? (laughs) A nice picture of the two of you together, like when you graduated college or high school or, you know, at a picnic. The two of you as co equals, a nice photo. And um, put that little packet, same kind of ingredients. This time you can use Queen Elizabeth powder because you want it to be flat. You make the same thing if you don't want to carry mojo. Just put it behind, okay? And, uh, yeah. That photo sits there. You have an easel frame, or you hang it up on the wall. And that picture will always be there. If you want to be really subtle, you can dust those herbs in powder form on a picture that you give to her. But that might be a little pushing it. I wouldn't push that hard. Okay. Well, I have achieved an announcement. It says here bumper music is on, but I hear nothing.
2: <laughs>
1: there it is. Lord
0: have mercy alright the LMC radio network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie Sundays 3 to 4.30 the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain Tuesdays 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays 6 to 7. All Times Pacific, add 3 hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for a free spell segment with Sister Girl of Girl, uh, Girl com in Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Sister Girl.
3: Hi. So today what I wanted to give people was a, a white bath. This comes out of the uh, Lukumi tradition, uh, as far as I know, um, and it's uh, good for establishing general well-being. You can take this bath anytime. It's good to give you peace of mind. It's good to just... If you have a health issue, it's good to just sort of help with to, to have a sense of well-being. Uh, and so you need one cup of cascarilla powder, which you can purchase at a uh, spiritual supply store, either online or in person. Uh, you need a few tablespoons of Florida water. Uh, you need a cup of whole milk or goat's milk, uh, prefer, preferably goat's, goat's milk because it's, the color is whiter. And then petals from a few white flowers, uh, carnations or any other white flower. Roses tend to turn a little yellow, so um, I like flowers that sort of hold their color. And then you add all these ingredients together. You crumble up the cuscaria into like a fine powder, and you add the Florida water, the goat's milk, and the white flowers to a tub of hot water for your bath. Um, and then you get in, and you soak for about 10 to 15 minutes, not less than 10 minutes. And this is a spiritual bath. This is not a bath meant to clean to clean your body. So if you need to do that, you should do that beforehand. And so, but you do want to wash yourself spiritually. So you're going to wash yourself with your hands and concentrate on the things, the issue at hand that needs to be dealt with. Um, and then you are going, after you finish that bath, you're just going to pop out and, preferably let yourself air dry if it's way too cold of course dry yourself off and if you really want to get extra with it you can have two white candles lit at either side of the tub and step out between the two white candles just um, that's a little that's a little extra thing just to kind of give you that extra brilliance when you get out of the tub but um there you have it that's a white bath and that's a good one to just cover you it's a cover all and it's a very refreshing bath as well
1: Yeah, this is a a wonderful, it's one of those that um, I first learned it actually when I met people in New York who were in the Lukumi tradition, which is a West African religion. And it has, you know, like many other things that come from different cultures, it has spread into African-American tradition, I'd say over the last 25 years, so that now many hoodoo practitioners are familiar with it, uh, even though they would not follow necessarily the religion that it came from. and um, But, you see, you still have some of the true l- Lukumi thoughts, like that it should be goat's milk. That was not, mm. you know what I mean, that gets lost in translation, as it were. Also, the flowers, and it's interesting that you said that, that the rose, white roses do tend to turn tan or yellow. It's true. And the person who taught me this... Um, was actually from the Caribbean and told me to use uh, white jasmine flowers. Mm. And these are the dried white jasmine. And that was specifically said white jasmine. So I was, okay, jasmine. And the person who told me this also said you can put some jasmine perfume in the water, but not any mixed perfume or any spiritual oil of any kind, just jasmine. So everybody has their own thing. Well, then talking to somebody else who was also from the Caribbean, and this was also in New York around the same time. This was in the um, 70s. This person said, oh, no, no, no. I said, oh, get jasmine. And they said, no, 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 you can't get jasmine. No, no. Use cananga water. Now, cananga flowers are white, too. And what they said was, you get, you want the milk and all that, but they said put in cananga. And I said, what about the cananga flowers? Ylang-ylang, it's also called. And they said, oh, you can't get the flowers up here. They only grow in Jamaica. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's true. They are a tropical flower. So this is something that has entered into um, general American occult culture, even though its origin is absolutely African, West African religious. So thank you very much for bringing that to us, because it really puts um, uh, that idea that no culture stands still.
3: No, and this is um, – and one thing that I believe about the, the, the West African religion and traditions is they're very inclusive, they're very um, malleable, they grow, they change,
1: they're, they adapt. So, yes, yeah, that stands to reason. Yeah, yeah, so that's a, that's a good one. Now, it's interesting to me, too, in making this white bath, you said something very true. This is not a – wash the dirt off yourself after you've been lubing your car bath, right? This is a yeah. bath that usually you would be clean when you take this bath. And as, as you said, it is often used in preparation for going to a spiritual event. Again, in the Lukumi tradition, um, that would be, you would be attending some sort of, a, of an event that would be re- in the religion. In the spiritualist church, in the Spiritist Church, which is a form, Spiritism is a form of spiritualism, um, or what we would call Kardecian Spiritism if we wanted to look at it anthropologically and historically. Um, they have a, a, a ceremony which is called the White Table, sometimes said in Spanish as uh, Mesa Blanca, and sometimes mispronounced as Mesa Blanca, White Mass, in which everything is white. And in the spiritist and spiritualist churches, both white and African-American, where this influence of Alan Kardec uh, was practiced, this bath would be very good um, for uh, preparing for attendance to such a ceremony. So it, in other words, you don't need to only use it for preparation for a ceremony that is done with a... Uh, African traditional religions because spiritism, as Alan Kardec practiced, it came out of France and spread around the Caribbean and uh, Central and South America and also into Mexico. Spiritualism comes out of America and spreads all around America and and the world and into England and and, uh, Australia and New Zealand, but they all use this idea of the white table. Okay. Well, and and
3: this path is is okay go ahead this this bath is easier to use okay this bath is um I gave it because it's a very it's very mild in terms of like say you wouldn't if you have an illness, you don't want to do a green bath because green will make things grow, but if you do a white bath, it can help you with your equilibrium so that you can perhaps achieve you know better health so that's why white bath is very safe.
1: That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that so much. Beautiful, important part of everyone's spiritual maintenance. All right. Well, here is our beautiful music, which um, I have to say, I'm listening on a cell phone. Our beautiful music sounds being played on an old radio in a 1942 Chevrolet somewhere out in Barstow. So I'm going to turn this over to Pop News and our end announcements, and then we'll all come back and say goodbye.
0: Thank you, Miss Cat, and thank you for allowing me, Papa Newt, uh, for being your co-host today. And thank you, Sister Girl of Sister uh, SisterGirlConjurer.com in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers will be Co-Meadows of co com in Auburn, Alabama, bringing us the topic on altars and altar work. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curious Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss uh, Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and I, Papa Newt, your announcer, at poppanoot.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time and the shows are available and archived via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and I invite you to tune in once again next week and we'll hear the familiar strains of the Met the jug band playing the jug band waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, <laughs> you Pappanu. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no now politics. remember, guys, you can go and, and uh, get for tickets for the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. go to hoodooheritagefest.com, Buy your tickets early, and you'll save a bunch. And we have one more verse playing on the broken radio. <laughs> An old 1942 Chevy pickup truck broken down in Barstow, California because the fucking fan belt broke and it's hot and the music is played so
0: sadly. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Folks,
1: i tell you something. If it ain't one thing, it's another. I hope we get better phones next week. I really want to be part of the beauty of this music. But here it comes, the last, (laughs) and good night, y'all. Good night.
3: Good night. Good night.